Hi, everybody. You know, I like to bring stories of success, and I like people that solve problems. And I was talking with General J.C. Millard the other day, and he shared a story with me that I must share with you. And, and I, I, I really believe that in today's times, given the pandemic, that there's a significant current and future disruption to supply and transportation system networks. And JC solved a really big problem in this area. So I thought I would bring his expertise to all of you. Um, so what I'd like to do is now introduce General uh, JC Millard. JC, welcome. Fred, it's an absolute pleasure to be talking with you this afternoon. So the question really is, JC, does the COVID-19 pandemic have to disrupt supply chain? And if, and, and the answer is, in, in our earlier conversations, no, if you have the right person managing the problem. So one of the things I found really interesting about the, the, the problem you were tasked with and, and charged to solve was, um, I, I, it was a pretty serious supply chain. It involved multiple agencies. It involved old systems. Why don't you tell me a little about that very briefly and, and what you did? Because I thought it was fascinating, the challenges that you faced. Fred, thanks so much. So just a few years back, the Department of Defense actually changed the security environment, their analysis of it, and they shifted focus from a regional policy to a globally integrated strategy to kind of meet our future challenges. Now, I was directed to take on this challenge for the Transportation Command to kind of look at ways that we can innovate, uh, we can match the new strategy, and while at the same time improve our business practices, we needed to make sure we could deliver our fighting forces to the theater. One of the now, things, one of the things, JC, I, I found very overwhelming about this. What not? It wasn't just land or rail or sea or air. It was all of them, and there were multiple agencies, fifty, fifty plus independent systems trying to juggle all of this. What an enormous uh, logistics issue! Didn't mean to interrupt, but I just from a uh, you know, point of view of trying to juggle that many balls, and how did you do that? Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, with over 50 computer systems that were independent, written seven, several decades ago, and they were absolutely not talking with each other, it became quite labor-intensive as, as well as time-consuming. What we were able to do is kind of have the opportunity to think outside the box. Uh, we approached it from a, several different angles, and we kind of did a, some serious problem solving and really just identified the problem, which we analyzed down to just 12 performance gaps. So then I was able to kind of look at industry's best practices and be able to pull from them what would work for us at uh, the U.S. Transportation Command. Well, the first funny thing that I found in, in listening to you tell me this in our last conversation before we put it out here for everybody to hear they were trying to manage all this stuff with a darn spreadsheet. I mean, <laughs> that's ludicrous. <laughs> well, sometimes at the end of the day, it was uh, emails, phone calls, spreadsheets, <laughs> as they were trying to get their arms around the visibility of everything we have. We are a global system that is quite multimodal. You were right. It is airplanes. It is sea vessels. It is uh, seaports to include rail and trucks. 
Wow. So yes, it was quite a monumental task. So these performance gaps, these 12 performance gaps, you begin to address those. You put a team together, right? A special crack team to get this done. And you, what I liked about your approach, we'll get to that in, in a minute. What I liked about your approach was the, the research, the testing, and it was, it, it, your, your theories proved ahead of schedule. Why don't you talk a little about that? So what we tried to do was tackle this in several different phases. And the first phase was to run a proof of principle concept. Will taking a commercial off-the-shelf product, a transportation management system, actually solve those performance gaps? And you're right. Within about 90 days, and I had planned for 120, within 90 days, I knew I had the solution and we were going to go forward. So at the same time, I was running the proof of principle. I quickly jumped to an acquisition strategy to be able to bring a transportation management system on board. But instead of going the traditional government path with a five-year contract, we went with what's called OTA or Other Transaction Authority. And that allowed us to prototype while we were moving forward and build upon building the regional approach and then kind of stitch that together with our eye on integrating everything globally. So this was the all four branches of service. It involved <laughs> thousands of people and it impacted over 100,000, right? Oh, absolutely. So in our headquarters, there was 3,000 people. And then globally, we had 150,000 people that this touched. But you're right. It hit all four main services to include uh, the Defense Logistics Agency, to, in to include the joint staff. It really had uh, quite a, the scope and scale for us to go after. Uh, but it was uh, it was impressive to see that once we got the TMS on board, um, the true measure of our success was the change management of it all. I know we haven't had a lot of time to explore every detail of this. Would you be willing to share your solutions with others if they contact you? Oh, absolutely. Great. More than Great. happy to kind of talk about it. Good, because this is, I mean, you've looked at things globally, intermodally, uh, interrelations, agencies, everything. So, Anybody listening out there, if you've got a, a global logistics transportation uh, issue or a supply chain issue, I know General Millard would be very happy to, to talk with you. JC, thanks for joining us today on Viewpoint and sharing the solution to a very complex problem. Hey, Fred, thanks for the opportunity. Take care. Uh,